Hello, everyone. We're so glad that you're here. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Christy. I'm Grace. And you're listening to the Thanks Mom Podcast. I did that back. My bad. <laughs> I thought it was good. It was right, nice perfect. and smooth. Awesome. Yeah. Great. How are you today, Grace? I'm good. I was just telling you I went for a run this morning and it like it didn't feel good in the moment because I haven't run in a long time so I'm like getting back into it but right now I feel really good because I worked out so it like feels good now it didn't feel good for the 20 minutes I was out (laughs) sure I know I've been just trying to focus on some of that type of stuff in terms of like resistance and different things lately and Mm -hmm. everybody's like you never hear somebody who's like I'm so mad I worked out today yeah. No, you always hear, I'm glad I worked out. It didn't feel good in the moment. I didn't want to do it. But afterwards, it felt great. You know, yeah. or you felt good about yourself, even if you, I mean, you do hear people are like, oh, I totally overdid it working out. But they're not like, I wish I didn't work out. They're more like, I wish I didn't go maybe quite as hard or something yeah. like that. But yeah, it's just encouraging because I feel I can tell I've only gone out for the last two weeks. I'm trying to, they've got like a 5K on campus they're doing it in a month. So I'm, I haven't run in like over six months. So I'm trying to get back into it and so I can just feel my body's like wow I really haven't done this in a while this is really hard right now because it's been so long and that's just normal but like in the moment it can be discouraging where I'm like wow I feel really out of shape right now because I just haven't made my body do this in a long time sure and my endurance is really really low right now but then I still feel great after I was like okay because you think sometimes you come back and you're like wow I didn't do a good job and was it worth working out it's like no it is because I feel just like ready to go now like and just, the fact is you did a great job because the fact is you went versus not yeah, going. It so is. I was so slow. <laughs> like, I didn't realize I kept slowing down more and more. I was like, all right, we'll get there. It's fine. But I was like, I really, this is harder than I thought it would be. Did you go by yourself today? Today I did. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've been running with my roommate some, but I just, I'm trying to, I've only been doing that like once a week. And I was like, if I really want to get faster, I need to go out more than once a week. Yeah. Or like every I, other day. <laughs> I know. Build it and, up. Baby steps. You're at least well, and I've been. It's, it's, I'm trying to make a habit already of just working out three days a week. So I've been doing bar and then it was like, oh, we should probably start running. Like all of a sudden we realized I got closer and closer. So the last two weekends we've gone or I guess it was like three weeks ago. One of those weekends I was home. And then I was like, yeah, I need to. After doing those two, I was like, I, I thought it would be easy. I mean, it will. If I keep up with it, it won't be too hard. But I, I thought it'd be easy to just quick do a 5k again. And I was like, Oh, this is harder than I thought. Because I remember last year, I thought it'd be way harder. I've never run a 5K before. I thought it'd be really, really hard. And I was like, yeah, it took work, but it wasn't like insane. Like, I was like, I could do this. I could do more of these because I was really nervous that I would be like, I don't know why. I just thought it would be really hard. And also, I just don't like always running in front of people because I know I'm not like a super fast runner. And I... I'm not I a run fast runner, or it wasn't when I when I ran. I was never a fast runner, but I kept going. Well, at least I'm running, so yeah. you know, at least you're doing something. Yeah. And yeah, speaking exactly. of, and I'm like, it's for charity too. So if I walk it, it's not like I'm doing this. I mean, I want it to do it to be healthy, but I'm like, I'm doing it for a good cause and to try and be healthy. Sure. And if I walk some of it, that's fine. Like right. you know, but I want to see how much I can run a bit. Right. So. Yeah, I would try and get out there at least three days a week of just running. But I ran a, a mile straight, though. That's great. Saturday, That's a good start. You're already a third of the way there, then. Time. I have so. not done that in a long time. Yeah. So, Do you do that, like, couch to 5K program? That's what I picked back up. So today I, I – so I'll just go out and run with Kelly, and we'll just pick a random, like – Which we'll workout? We'll go for this long, and then we'll stop. Mm-hmm. But then 
today when I went out without her, I was like, I need to be able, what I've been struggling with is running again after I walk for a bit. Yeah. So I did the couch to 5k like week five because yeah. it's a week program. So I was like, all right, that's where I am. And it was like, run for five minutes, walk for three minutes, walk for, run for five minutes, walk for three minutes, run for five minutes. And that's all I did. Oh, that's so, good though. That's great. But it was good because I had to keep moving and that was the hardest part was to move. After well, that's how you build your endurance. That's a good thing of just the stop, go, stop, go. Like, yeah, which is- I, it'll be good. Anyways, that's a whole tangent. That's awesome so though. I yeah, I, I've been getting on the elliptical and it feels good with my hip because I've done some indoor cycling just for PT, but like the last two or three days I've done like elliptical and I'm like, oh, like it doesn't bother at all so that's kind of encouraging and so yeah I'm glad that the sun is kind of out after these super gloomy days and we're recording this and praying for those who are being affected by Ian right now in Florida as we're recording it's not quite making landfall so I've been praying for them and then I think about it as I see the sun and my brother's down in Miami so it's not really impacting them as intensely but they've had a ton of rain and I tried to tell Uncle Andy last night I'm like yeah we've had like three days of straight rain and clouds here but not like tropical force winds more like misting it's misting yeah and he's like oh you're funny yeah I said I'm trying to relate I'm trying to be sympathetic and relate to you but yeah I don't know if he thought that was funny because we haven't hardly at all for like a few years all of a sudden it keeps raining and I was like, whoa. Yeah. I actually was getting to a point where I was sick of it. I know. It's kind of surprising. It was weird. Yeah, because we didn't get a lot of rain this summer. And then it's been raining, not like heavily, but consistently for the past three days or so. Yeah, like, yeah. For, yeah. yeah. So it's and nice. the last few weeks, so like the last month, at least one day of the weekend has been rainy for the most part. Yeah. 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 So. At some point, not fully. The weekend you were here, it wasn't really rainy. No, that's right. That was like the one weekend that did it. It was a beautiful weekend. So. It said it was going to rain on Sunday when I was home that weekend. but then I think it, it rained that good. night, but it wasn't, yeah, we missed it. And it had rained when we were up north that weekend. It had rained, but it was in the evening. Like, it wasn't during the day. So, mm-hmm. or like, you know, mid Okay, I have my funny story. Okay, go for it. Trying to keep Yeah, keep um, focused. I, I, I think I fell into the fall craziness oh no but in a in a good way i'm happy i finally did because no okay i actually did have a pumpkin latte but i'm noticing more and more that i don't love lattes because i think something about like the steamed milk it leaves an aftertaste that i don't like or maybe it's just the sugar mixed with the milk Mm -hmm. so in the moment when i'm tasting it i like it but i don't don't really like it afterwards so no it wasn't pumpkin spice latte but the okay so it's like I love fall when there's <clears throat> sorry when there's blue skies and it's like crisp. So yeah. it's not like cloudy and cold. Like it's no. it's like happy cold. I don't know if that's a thing, but that's it what is. I'm calling it. I love so it. The last it was just... days been like Yeah, the last few days have been like that sunny cold. Like you go out and you're like, Oh, there's like a nice crisp wind. I definitely need a jacket. But yep. it's like I'm in a good mood because it's really pretty out. And yesterday I, I took some time off of work and stuff because they're like, if you ever need to study you know, you're a student first because it's an on-campus job. So I, I took the morning off to study for a big exam I had yesterday, but I was like, I want to be in a good mood while I'm studying all morning. So I put, I put, I have like this fall scent that I put in the diffuser and I think it was a mix of the cold air and then coming inside to warm, to warmer air and then like 
fall scentedness and then I made a cup of tea and just was in comfy clothes and I studied and I was listening to like okay there's nothing really called fall music but things that make me think of fall like Gilmore Girls like a mix of Gilmore Girls or song or songs that I played in high school for our marching shows because I'd hear those songs over and over. Oh yeah, in the fall, and like, you think, think of, of some of those songs. Sure, they make me think of fall. Yep, like you know, songs they play in the background of Gilmore Girls, like things like that, because those are just they remind me of fall. Anyways, so I was just like in a very fally mood yesterday. I was like, I finally, I like, I got bitten by the bug, the fall bug. <laughs> It can be fall now. Like, I was like, this just, it finally felt right. I was like, yes, it is fall. So I'm right. The leaves need to fall. They haven't done that. But well, Uncle Andy, that was that notification. They just lost power. So uh-huh. Lord Jesus, bless all of those who are in Florida or as people are listening to this, dealing with the aftermath of all that. Yeah. So I asked him this morning, like, oh, so sorry. I turned off my notifications now, too, so it won't ding. But. Well, I'm glad that you got in the fall spirit, though. I was just walking out. We did Divine Mercy Chaplet because our uh, pastor is on sabbatical in the Holy Land. Um, And so during the mass times, plus all the priests in our diocese are on, not they're at their convocation this week. So there's not daily masses. So we did Divine Mercy today, which was beautiful with the kids of the school and walking out with my friend Natalie and... I was like, I would love fall. And she goes, I hear it's supposed to be like 70 this weekend. I'm like, yeah. I, I said, but I don't mind that. Like 60s, I, I can do even low 70s. But this, this, it just had a cold snap and it was fine because it was 60s. But then the last couple of days, it's been a brisk wind and like only not even hitting 60 or 50. And I'm just like, that's just a little too chilly for me. I, and I needs to be just a touch warmer for another month. Like, Upper 50s, low 60s without a biting, nasty, wet wind. Yeah. <laughs> That's like That's my right ideal, here. my ideal, I don't know, temperature and season. I just, I love sweaters. I love jeans. I love, you know, boots and sweatshirts and hoodies and yeah. just crunching outside my- when you don't need, or like a light jacket. And and then I could go on to a whole episode about why it stinks the temperature i hate is 35 to 50 degrees because it's usually not sunny here in michigan it's nasty and there can't be any snow and i'm one of those people that love snow and i don't mind the snow but when it's above freezing and it just becomes snit as i like to say slushy nasty snow you guys can figure out what that is i call it snit and then you know grace is dying and then it's up to 50 and then because there's nothing good that happens in the 40s. Like, I just yuck, in my opinion. And so then now, yeah. It's mud season because it is. it's and not then, cold enough for the snow to melt, but it's not cold enough to snow. And so all the snow stays and gets And becomes and snit. That's what it becomes. That's what it or is. mud, if yeah. we want to be better. Well, in, in the things. spring, it has that nasty thawing smell. And you talk I about I like scents. it when it starts thawing. It just smells like watery in the air, and it makes me think of spring because in my mind, I'm like, that means spring's coming. So that gets me excited when it's melting, and you can tell. Well, wait until you're pregnant someday because it reminds me of being pregnant with you, and I was so sick with you, and it was in the spring, and that smell just is like, ugh. I'm just just done with it. That would always remind me. It's like the whole smell association with, like, different seasons of life. See, and like how I'm like, oh, you know, random songs I played for marching band are fall songs for me because it makes me think of fall. Right. Like, so 
it, whenever the snow was melting, it was either, wow, that means spring break is coming. Like yeah. I get excited for spring break. And so that was exciting. Or it was always musical season because our musicals were always in March. That's true. So it always get me excited for the musicals because usually by the time it was melting, we were already to the theater and stuff. And it yeah. was like show. Yeah. And that's always super fun. So whenever, so that for me is like fun, exciting. I love that's the, good. I love that smell for those reasons. Cause that's two seasons I'd associate it. Well, let's see. I don't know if I have a uh, funny moment. I'm trying to think, but I've been talking about funny stuff. Oh, funny! St- oh, I do. Okay, so Sophie found. So shout out to my friend Lauren that I think listens pretty regularly because this is about you and your family. She found baby Ford, my friend Lauren, her her son, her newest son's birth announcement. <laughs> But Aww. Sophie's like, Sophie's all about babies right now. There's been a ton of babies born in our parish. We end up sitting by them. And she's always like, who's that baby? What's that baby's name? Blah, blah. So she's found this. Well, Ford's older sister is Margo. And Margo's the same age as Sophie. So Sophie sees this birth announcement from like nine months ago. I mean, it was just sitting around. And she's like, who's that baby? And I'm like, oh, this is Margo's. This is Margo's baby brother. And I gave it to her. I said, you can hold on to it and carry it around. And then I left to take somebody, pick somebody up, whatever. She brings it up to dad and he's like, what's this? And she's like, see, this is my friend Margo. And Margo goes to my school and I see Margo at church and yada, yada. And, and your dad's like, okay. And then flips it over. So like on the back of the card is like the family has a picture of Margo and their family and their baby. But the front is, you know, the birth announcement. Yeah. So he flips it over. He goes, but who's this? This is baby Ford. And Sophie goes, Ford? Who's baby Ford? <laughs> like, just like, no, it's Margo. This is Margo's baby brother. But I never said this is baby Ford. I just said this is Margo's baby brother. And she was all about Margo. It was so funny. He was telling me later, he goes, I'm so confused. Why does she have this? Because she was like, who is Ford? <laughs> just like, I said she was excited to see her friend on it. So anyway. That's but, so cute. Yeah. And I guess the other thing is, I my other Holy Spirit moment is I got to record with Made for Greatness with Larissa yesterday, which I know a lot of our listeners got to meet her on our previous episode. And so we kind of did like the repeat of how we had her on here because I'm joining Made for Greatness next week. So when this posts, yeah, a couple days from now then. And that was really exciting. And it was just really nice to like kind of give back she had you know we had interviewed her last time and then she interviewed me and it was just you could just tell us sharing was I've I've done you know multiple podcasts with her now and so I just was praying before we recorded just that the Holy Spirit would lead our conversation and it was just actually really moving so we'll have cross posted that I think it will actually come out after this episode so our listeners can listen to that look for that on our media and on uh, made for greatness, but it was just a really spirit-filled episode that I didn't expect it. Not that it went in a different direction, but you know how just God leads the conversation. And I actually was choked up a couple times just hearing myself talk about, you know, what's happened in my life and what's brought me here. And just actually, you know, when you say something out loud and how it can resonate with you in a new way because I mean I think there's so much power when we that's why we say no you need to say you're beautiful or say I'm a good person or whatever you know we need that self-affirmation but not just to think it but to actually verbally say it so to hear me talk about what God has done in my life in the past few years and what's brought me to life coaching and working with made for greatness was like 
almost an outer body experience of me talking to myself, which was like really actually emotional. And it was really cool to be like, yeah, see, God is working. So I'm talking to myself here going when I'm struggling or have these things, like look at all the things I'm affirming that I have seen in my life. So it was actually a really cool thing to step back after that episode. And I was just really grateful to just see even the Holy Spirit working in that exact moment to bring those words to mind so that I could share them and Larissa to direct the conversation. It was just a really fun time. So that was my Holy Spirit moment yesterday. And yeah, anyway, do you have another one? Um, I know. <clears throat> mine's kind of, I was going to lead it at the top. It's kind of perfect. Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking recently, I felt like I was kind of in a rut times where like, oh, for fun, for, we were recording this and it's always how oh, I was convicted by what we talked about and wanted to work on it. And then I feel like I've just been kind of removed recently. It's like, I don't know, certain things, I guess I have been talking about what's happening in my life, but it wasn't like, I wasn't acting out of conviction to improve things in the same way or feel like I was growing. I just was kind of feeling like a little bit in a rut, like not super dramatic, but I was thinking about that. I was like praying with that a few days ago. And I was like, I just want to like be moving towards something. I want to be working on the thing I talk about or listen to on mm-hmm. podcasts. I don't, I felt like things were getting one or not the other. I was talking about something, but not doing it, you know? Yeah. And it was bothering. And, then, and it kind of, I don't know. So between talking to one of my friends last week, shout out to Annie, and just where I was like, I'm kind of like a new routine and stuff. Kind of talked about that with work. Like, I just, even though I've been kind of, it's been a week of like, trial and error and a lot of failure like I don't know just you're you're making a new habit so I'm not always sticking to it I've also felt like just in trying I've seen so much growth where I'm like I really am trying to be like a it sounds a, a dynamic Catholic line I actually really like it so looking at it's I'm like I feel like I am becoming a better version of myself and I'm watching myself yeah. try and improve my habits and different things and it was right after I talked about that with someone, I was like, I'm trying something new. And I, where it felt like I wasn't following through on things, I wasn't executing, you know. And so I kind of finally was like, Lord, I don't feel like I'm moving in a direction. And then it was like, look, like all of a sudden my eyes were open to all the ways I have been growing. And it was like, oh, okay. And then to bounce off that, we had just mentioned a few days ago, how about we talk? Today's topic was transcendentals, the truth, beauty, and goodness. And I felt kind of convicted when we first brought that. I was like, I love those, but I don't feel like I've been looking for those the way I used to. And that's like, it was just bothering me again. I was like, ah, I'm not like, I want to be authentic and really be practicing what I preach. And like, yes, I love these things, but wow, I'm really falling out of the habit of looking at that. And it's totally been the Holy Spirit where my eyes have just gone to like different truth, beauty and goodness, specific beauty and goodness in the last two days. Like right. only two days, maybe three. Wow. When was it that we talked? That was Sunday and today's Wednesday. Yeah. Or I, anyways. Um, and it, so like I was in, and some of it was just even study. I was studying a lot the last few days because I had this big exam and it was becoming discouraging when either I'd get distracted and get off, like I wasn't focused and it was frustrating. Like I just focus and be done studying. Like if I really sit and stay on track, I can be done sooner. But instead my mind's wandering. And so, but then I was just, so I was, took a break from studying and then I was just very convicted, like, you are doing good work. The fact that you are trying and you actually do know a lot of this is good. Like, I felt very, I was like, oh, wow. And it was like, yeah, sometimes you're human. You're going to fail. Sometimes you're going to have times of studying that are unfocused. 
but look at these other times today when you were really focused and you and, and you got a lot done and you realized you knew a lot about this topic and it was just a bit like in that moment I felt very convicted like you're doing a good job like mm-hmm. and I was like and then it stuck out to me I was like oh good good is one of the transcendentals this is good God is in this right and then later that night I was studying all of a sudden I was just very struck like I don't know I liked how you know sometimes you decorate but then it wears off like the excitement of a new decoration like it's just your house all of a sudden I was looking around in my living room and I was like I really really like how we decorated in here and I just got really happy I was like it's really beautiful Mm. which of course I thought the first week we were here and I don't not think that now yeah but I was like re-struck like I just I don't know why I notice it differently right now but it's really beautiful in here and I'm so happy I live here and I was like oh this is so like so it was just cool to be like the Lord kind of opened my eyes to things that have just been sitting there this whole time but I saw it and I was like that's him where I was like hey I don't feel like I'm practicing what I preach I don't feel like I'm I feel like things are going in one ear one ear out the other I'm talking about things that I'm not doing and it's like oh now I am I'm noticing God again in my life in the beauty in the goodness and probably a story will come up soon of like in the truth who knows but so that's our topic today is talking about truth being goodness and I feel so much better about talking about it now because I was like yeah I guess we should talk about that but I don't I felt kind of like guilty a little bit like I don't feel like I've been doing that very well so I feel a little little like guilty talking about it but I'm like no actually now I'm trying to do it again now it's relevant and I feel like that's just a testimony testimony to the lord and the holy spirit of how much more they can do yeah than we can like it's him pointing it out to me lately not me looking for it because so easily i forget these things and i'm not i'm gonna search for it and it's totally been like the holy spirit's like wow i i looked at i've been looking at this thing all day in the living room but now it strikes me as beautiful like that's awesome you know. anyways yeah. that's my holy spirit moment and intro to the topic. intro to so. our topic on transcendentals so just to give some background, like great, I guess we we were talking about this before I give some background on what transcendentals are, um, that we were talking about this with our previous episode, and that's what I love about our podcast, of different perspectives, and Grace just brought truth, beauty, and goodness, and the transcendentals, and I just hadn't really sat and pondered and thought about it that way, so that was, I don't know, last Saturday or so, and I brought up to her and I said we should just talk about this because we talk about looking for the extraordinary in the ordinary we're always talking about how to be saints like and striving to be saints in our daily lives and making those you know menial tasks that we think are menial if it's dishes or diapers or studying or just even walking to and from class or driving the kids to and fro how do you make that a holy moment? You know, you can talk about it, you know, like you said, the best version of self, that's what we're called to do if you think that phrase is cheesy or not. But the best version of ourself is to be like God. He calls us to be perfect as he is perfect and to strive for holiness, to become saints. Us as parents are called to raise saints. Our job is to get our spouse to heaven. All of these things in our life are pointing towards heaven. And so when we talk about the transcendentals, that is what it's it's pointing towards. And so there's actually a lot of transcendental through like, you know, Plato and Aristotle and all them talked about this, but actually St. Thomas Aquinas is the one who brought that into Christian theology. And he defined five that are listed in, that are cited. I'm reading off a, ooh, what? Hold on, I'm sorry. I 
the University of Cincinnati, their homepage, they had a PDF on the transcendentals that I was looking at. So I want to make sure that I quoted that correctly. But in Christian theology, the transcendent are treated in relation to theology proper or the doctrine of God. So we talk about them in terms of truth, beauty, and goodness, but there are more than that or one or they're about being, like us being, because man ultimately strives for perfection. So they're seeing that God in and of himself, who God is, is truth, beauty, and goodness. And us as man striving for that perfection is looking for that here. So obviously transcendentals have limitation of place and time and they're rooting in us, in our being, in our living. So I just thought that, I don't know, this goes on and on, but just to give it like some sustenance of what, where we are rooted in our human beingness, but trying to see the ultimate of God and where we're headed, heaven, like I said, we're striving to become saints, that if we wanted to put our tagline of extraordinary in the ordinary is really trying to find truth, beauty, and goodness in these ordinary lives, in our ordinary tasks, in, you know, striving for holiness. But I thought the way you said it, Grace, when we were talking with Larissa was just so much holier in some ways than I had said it and but but looking for it with a theological mindset of of even something like we've talked so many times on here when it comes to books or movies or dress that all of those things can be made holy but I think it's in the times that we actually struggle like either with person and trying to know they're made in the image and likeness of God. So therefore they are good because God created us and he said that we were good, but he actually said man is very good. So everything God created, we look back in the story of creation in Genesis and he said, this is good. Like the birds of the air, the animals and beasts of the earth, the sun and the moon, the stars, the water, everything was good. And then he created man and man was very good. So we know in every being, we are very good because we are made in the image and likeness of God. But then, you know, it's easy to see and stop and smell the flowers and see the beauty in the flowers and the goodness. But then to come across what is truth, especially in this day and age of seeking truth. And my brother was a vice president, a president, principal of our Catholic school for a while and he gave um, the convocation address to the class this past year and I just loved what he said about to the graduating class of just wherever you are to always seek truth because when we Mm -hmm. seek truth we will find truth and truth will ultimately point us to Christ. Truth never points us away from Christ. So what tr- what troubles us and what happens is when we stop trying to gain knowledge and we stop trying to seek truth that we lose sight of Christ. But one once we seek truth, I mean you see that so many things in people's conversions or their reversions to faith is their their journey and their seeking of truth and where that leads because that ultimately brings back to the Lord. So anyway, that was why I started looking into this more and what my initial takes on it were in terms of where it come from, its origins, but just then how we can make us sound a little more theological of truth, beauty, and goodness. (laughs) So yeah, definitely. 
What you said, Thomas Aquinas defined these, and you said there are five. So, what are the other two? Oh, well, he said, well, they list them on this in, I think it's Latin. So I couldn't, I don't even want to try that because my Latin is not even as good as yours. So he does not list these. Oh, read, them, read them off. I want to, I'm curious if I'll rest any of them. unum aliquid bonum vernum. He lists five transcendentals. So, and, and vernum, verum, sorry. Can you not. text me that? So, so I have the, here. Send yeah. it, I don't know, I'm curious and I want to translate it. So can you like. Yep, I'm putting them in the chat so that Perfect. you can see it. Okay. Yep. So this is all, like I said, from the University of St. Thomas. I mean, I, sorry, I'm I, University of Cincinnati. St. <laughs> Thomas Aquinas is who I'm talking about. So it says St. Thomas does not list these as transcendentals. So, but those are his five. So I'm not quite understood, at least not in this cited source, but those are the five that it lists the sentence before. So it follows the typical account of the transcendentals consisting of the one good and true God, basically. So they must all relate back to that so yeah um, yeah so. i i don't know i was just thinking you're just a little side tangent for a second when we when i was in poland obviously a lot of the mass was in polish and stuff but really imagine it was that. all it was really <laughs> cool yeah it was really cool whenever we did a mass part when they chose to do the mass part though in latin something like that just hit me in a different way where it's like yeah latin is the language of the church mm -hmm. but i was like yeah it is because all of a sudden i i mean i knew what part of the mass we were in the whole time that's just sure. the universality of the church but then i participated in it yeah. in a different way because my you know polish was just really hard to pronounce and i i had the booklet of the mass and i could re read along and see but my mouth couldn't keep up but it's like oh and now we're doing like the gloria or the holy holy and i know the sanctus you know i can say it that way like different sure. things and there's certain prayers i don't know in latin but latin's easier to pronounce at least for me than polish too so even if it was written out and for me to read along it was like i know where we are now and i know exactly what i'm saying well for, for the most part like it was just really cool like all of a sudden i was like saw latin as beautiful in a different way and i was like i want to pray in latin more like so i started trying to learn like to memorize the i know i sang the ave maria a lot in high school in a few different versions so i sure. know the hail mary in latin but I don't know any of the other prayers of the rosary in Latin. And so while I was there, I was like, oh, I want to learn the rosary in Latin so I can just do it without thinking. So I started trying to like memorize the Our Father and the Glory Be. Um, and then I kind of fell off that train. I came back to America and everything's in English and it's nice. But I don't know what it was that it like the other, it was yesterday I like prayed my rosary in Latin because I was like, I just missed that. And it was so fun when I was praying it because I was like, this is what, the entire church to a point knows like yes we don't all know that but it's just like wow like there's i don't know there's something just powerful about it where like it's like that's you know our unifying language that's like our home like language and yeah. who knows what we'll speak in heaven because it's not earthly so like maybe latin's gone but in my head i was like this is what's tying me to heaven and the and the church on earth and all of this this is our common like language and it was just so cool so i i don't know i've been more and more i'm like trying to learn different words latin because i'm like i want to just know this language and and it's just cool anyways because it's the base of a lot of you know french spanish italian you know parts of english and stuff yeah it's just so that's just my little side tangent of thinking latin's cool recently yeah well so, i mean oh. but i i think that goes 
ties so well into yeah the universality of the church and what connects us all and the and the beauty of that but i guess the other part of this besides seeking those things like i said and and seeking the holiness within truth beauty and goodness is finding the holiness right in those things but also why do we call it the transcendentals because we we know that it will transcend earth like those are what will we don't know what heaven will be like you know we can project and we can read theology and see you know what philosophers and theologians have said in a certain sense but really we don't know we're human and god said all will be revealed in his timing but it made me think about within the liturgical year right now and it coming to an end of the church year before advent starts the end of november and how a lot of our readings our gospel readings right now in the catholic church with our liturgical ear are about the dying the death the moving on to heaven and how things won't transcend like we can store up you know in our barns all of our wealth or all of our possessions or even like the rich man he couldn't he couldn't sell all of his his things or you know the the camel trying to get through the gate like all of these things because you couldn't because the camel i mean there's so much the theology in that of having to unload the camel because it's weighed down with these goods right and how we can't take these things with us and so when you were talking about that too it really struck me in our conversation last week just about but these things we we can these things will what is truly true what is truly beautiful what is truly good will transcend here we're seeing a glimpse of that on earth but that's why it's so beautiful to that's why the scripture says to focus on these things whatever is pure true lovely holy all of that because that is what matters so when we get caught up in our day-to-day in it might not even be a collection in terms of wealth or property or that, but in the things that won't transcend when they aren't beauty, goodness, pure, holy, lovely, all of that, like, mm-hmm. why are we focused there? Then then our priorities are disordered. This is the way mm-hmm. to properly order our, our mind, our conscious, our focus. And I just, that was just such a Holy Spirit moment on hitting me, I know this is how I should be teaching this to my kids. But first and foremost, I should be thinking in this way and ordering my mindset there. We get so caught up in the everyday lives of different distractions. And if we can slow down and put it through the lens of just those type of things, whatever is truth, beauty, and goodness. That made me think too, and I didn't realize how much I would talk about Poland in this one, but I remember like it just struck me the last week or two when it was starting to get sad, like, oh, I'm going back. And this is really, it's just like, it's very good that I'm here. It's so like these experiences, these friendships are good. And it was getting sad because they'd end and it's the end of something good. That sounds very obvious, but, but that's because that I'm emphasizing that because then it struck me that. Well, if heaven is truth, beauty, and goodness, and things like that, and these things transcend, and I didn't have the words for that at the time, but I, I had this sense of, I will have this all back. These uh, good experiences, yeah. these good relationships, I don't know how, 
like it's in my linear brain. It's like, well, this is the past and I'm moving to the future and how would the future, you know, in heaven have this? But it was like, I just was like very peaceful with the, the idea that I will have all these good things that I'm, I'm sad that I'm losing. I will have these good things back. Right. All the good parts of Poland, I will have back. All these good relationships that, and some of it was sad too, because one girl was going to be entering the convent. So it was like, I, this is really the last time we, I did get to see her one more time before she entered, but it was like, this really is the last time that I will see her, that I will have this personal relationship with her because then she will, you know, be living a very different life sure. after this. And it was, and that was just really hard and sad to be like, wow, this is like, Oh, this is a right now I'm going to have this. And then it's gone. Like this is, I have to enjoy it while it's here, but it's like, no, in heaven, I will have this back somehow because sure. these things these relationships are good. These experiences are good. This enjoyment, this beauty I'm seeing, this, all of this is good. And I will have this back in heaven. And that was just very peaceful to be like, and it was easier that way to stay present, to just enjoy whatever it was. Because sometimes I've said this before, it's like the stress at Disney that Jim Gaffigan talks about. Where <laughs> I have to have fun because then it's yeah. over. And it's like, right. Yeah. It was almost relaxing where it's like, yeah, I'm going to say bye to this, but it's not, we'll have this back. And I don't understand how in this world, but I feel like that's what the transcendentals encompass. And then when I'm in those, it's easy, like I said, it's easier to be present because when I'm having one of those moments where I almost want to be sad because I know it's going to end, it's like, or I just don't have to be sad. I'm going to it now and I know I will enjoy it later someday. Right. And somehow I'll get to have all of this and it'll all be held in, in this, in heaven, you know, and it'll all be there for me. No, I think that's so great because it reminded me actually. So my godfather is Costa Rican and he came to Michigan State for his PhD, for his doctorate. That's how he met your grandpa, my dad. And my grandmother, you know, basically took him as another son into his home because he couldn't go back for all these holidays and breaks, you know. And But his thing, mm -hmm. I remember when he would come and visit when he, you know, after he got his degree and went back but he would come back and forth for a lot and visit and as a little girl he'd always say to my dad and he still says it now is next time in Jerusalem and it was like the new Jerusalem mm -hmm. and that's what he would always mm -hmm. say and leave and even when I went I lived there with him and his family when I studied abroad in in college for a semester but it was just his demeanor and how he did that it was like next time in Jerusalem and when I was younger, I never understood that because like Jerusalem, where's that? You know, it's so far away. But it made so much sense when my dad explained it was like, no, if I never see you again, the next time I will see you is in the new, the heavenly Jerusalem when all things are made new through Christ. And I'm like, what awesome hope. Like in some ways people yeah. would be like, oh, that's so almost morbid. Like I won't see you again till I die. But I was like, no, the new Jerusalem, how, how cool is that? And I always thought what a beautiful like parting gift to people or, or people like it just reminded me specifically of your Polish thing of people that you met there that might, what if you never meet up with them and travel there again? I mean, the world in this modern a day and age is so much smaller than it was even back when I was your age or even before then, because it's easier to travel and get around. But that's besides the point. The point is that if this is the last time, like with your friend who just entered the convent this fall and she, 
she's going to be cloistered or partially, you know, if you never see her again, you will see her again one day, God willing, in the new heavenly Jerusalem. So yeah, when you were sharing that, it just reminded me out about my Godfather saying on that and what hope that brought and what beauty and what connectivity we have as Christians that we do have that hope, that we understand and speak that same language. And that is truly, truly goodness and beauty and truth. That is truth and that we have that belief. And so I wanted to just share that scripture too, that where we see this in scripture is in Philippians 4 verse 8 where it says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything praise, anything worthy of praise, think of these things. As for the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. And just what, I don't know, reassurance and focus that we should have of seeking all those things and looking at our world and our daily life through that lens to be able to focus on what things will transcend and what things are of this world that won't. So where do we focus? And the hope in that, I guess that was like one of my last points that I wanted to say was there, there is such hope in that, that even the thing that we see here that we can't take with us, the focus should be on things because we know that we can. And that, that is where the hope is. And I don't know that just this whole idea, I just want to make sure in my daily life that I'm, I'm refocusing and focusing more towards looking at through this lens, because that is the importance. That is what will transcend. That is what God is focusing on us to. And not to get caught up in those daily distractions. And because there are going to be things that frustrate us, that distract us, that aren't here. But when we take that time, my mantra of being intentional, of slowing down and go, okay, but Lord, Holy Spirit, direct me. Where am I supposed to focus? Bring that into line. Help me to see it through this lens how do you want me to frame this? I was just even reading in that book. I keep talking about this book, Living Joy by Chris Dekvonik. And he was talking about the last chapter I'm in right now is how to, like your frame of mind and mm-hmm. how like good photojournalists or good journalists, like they know how to frame it of what they want you to see. And yeah. he was talking about that with our lives. Like if we are in this negative frame, this lens, or our lens is too small and on this whatever negative or just cannot see the perspective, or if our lens is too wide, as in like a panorama, where should the focus be? And that's where we need the guidance of the Holy Spirit. So here's my wide lens. Where is it that you want me to focus? Or here, my lens is too too narrow, too t- not the proper thing. A good a good photojournalist and the Holy Spirit goes, no, this is where I want you to focus. It might be something very close up, or maybe we need to step back. And that's where I think we have to greet each day in that way of where do I focus? Where's the truth, the beauty, the goodness? Where's my lens? You direct it, Lord. And yeah. therefore, I can make my life holy. Yeah, I agree. I think that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> that it's sums beautiful. it up. And I was yeah. like, well, good. I didn't want to cut you off if you had a last point or something oh, I like think that. I, I think I've shared everything that I have to share on this. And 
Yeah, beautiful. it's just beautiful. It gives you hope. That's been yes. a different thing in my life is just hope. Like, we should be more hopeful, and I'm not as hopeful as I want to be, and I'm working on that, and I feel like these just give you hope. So Right. Well, it yeah. goes back to the whole beginning of what you said. You ran, so you want to be hopeful. So that's better than just saying, I don't want to be hopeful or I have nothing to strive for. Like, you ran, you were slow today, but mm-hmm. you ran, you didn't just sit home on your bum. So yeah. I think it's, I hope to be able to yeah. run longer than a mile right. when I, the day comes. So, and you know? that's what all of this is, is striving for beauty, striving for greatness, striving for truth, because we know that is what the Lord is and that's what he asked of us. And when we get to the point that we don't have anything to strive for, either our, our end goal should be we're in heaven or we've lost sight of the goal. So yeah, I love how you just said, no, it's hopeful and we want hope and that's what we have as Christians and that was, that's what we have to offer to the world mm-hmm. as evangelists is like, we we know there's something more than this and yeah. that is hope and that is beauty and rah, rah. Yeah. So go out, Grace, and change the world. Good job that you ran. So, and <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah. Well, anyways, we... Yeah, have all the that. jazz, all the things, guys. So check out mom's website, Christina M. Brown. So can you be quiet? Dad, she's on coming. Instagram, Christina underscore 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 Brown. Facebook as Christina quiet. Brown. You can check us out on, we have our Thanks Mom podcast Facebook page and at Thanks Mom podcast on Instagram. Our email is thanksmompodcast at gmail.com. We would love if you like, subscribe, rate, review, and comment on our podcast on all the platforms so that we can get out to more people. Awesome. So you- yeah, because last week was like one of our biggest listener weeks. So thank you. No, for, it, was, it was. It was. Biggest, yeah, yeah. Biggest. Yeah. So thanks so much, guys. And we ask you to keep doing that because it's making a difference. So thanks for listening and spreading the word. And, and we'll talk to you next time on the Thanks Mom Podcast. Bye. Thanks, Mom.